ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wolverine Sounds. Joining me again, Craig Compton. Craig, how are you today? Doing great, Derek. I feel like it feels weird. And tell me if you feel the same way in any way, shape, or form. But it feels weird to me that we're closing in on Michigan football. It feels early, and I'm trying to decide if it's because the season started late last year or if I'm just not ready for all the ups and downs, highs and lows of a Michigan football season. No, I kind of feel the same way. I'm actually headed out tonight to broadcast the first high school game of the year, and it it feels like it's like the middle of June right now. So I feel the same way. I feel like football season kind of snuck up on us. Um, I've been looking forward to Michigan's first game because I'm actually going to be in attendance. And so I've been counting down the days, and I feel like somewhere in the process I skipped over like 25 days. So it's here. I feel like, you know, you mentioned middle of June. Uh, Maybe it feels like that because of the weather, because it is. I mean, heat index of 100 in some areas in Michigan, I feel like that could be part of it. And I'm not like, I'm not trying to get rid of summer in any way. Just, you know, maybe not down for the 95s in September, which is next week. And, and you know, that's kind of hot football conditions. You know, that classic, you know, 60 degree morning, that early season, maybe a 75 degree football day. Hopefully the weather will be good, especially since you're going to be in attendance. I will not be in attendance. I will be probably watching Michigan and Western from the Chicago airport because I am flying overseas, which I'm a little sad about because that means sad about, I should rephrase, my wife listens to the podcast once in a while. Mm-hmm. So let, let me rephrase. Clear I am up. so excited to travel overseas. Yes. However, it does mean that Michigan, Washington for me will be at 2 a.m. I know you and I have talked about that via text yeah. message. I'm likely going to stay up and probably ruin my energy for the whole next day on vacation. But, man, I think the beginning of the season, you've get, you've got a good one. You know, Hopefully, it's the automatic win we're all hoping for and looking for against Western. But then you host you know, uh, Washington, and it's a night game, and it's on primetime t- prime TV, and we know how Michigan's performed on primetime TV from time to time. So I guess, you know, my question for you is, what are you looking for from Michigan in these first couple of weeks? Like, what do you want to see on the field, you know, beyond a win, obviously? Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, I think it starts with the quarterback play. I We've got uh, a couple of guys with really no experience. I mean, Cade played last year towards the end of the year, but can you really count that? I mean, you can count it as experience, but true valuable starting quarterback experience. Um, I guess I don't really view it as that, but uh, I just want to see him come out and take control of this team. Uh, You don't have to go out and score every single drive, but how is the team reacting to you? How is, how are you reacting to situations? You know, we've seen a few different quarterback changes in the Michigan uh, or in the Jim Harbaugh era. And some of them you could tell right away, which way they were going. And I think for Michigan this year, a lot of it's going to come down to that quarterback play. We've talked about it for years that they haven't had a guy that can take them to the next level. And maybe Cade McNamara is the guy. Maybe J.J. McCarthy is the guy. Maybe one of these other guys on the bench is the guy. But whoever it is that goes out there, I just want to see some leadership first and foremost. I think, yeah, I'll stick with quarterback too because what I look at when you see a game against Western, that's – you know, don't take anything away from Western. They've been a successful program recently. 
you know, obviously some coaching changes with, with Fleck going to Minnesota. Uh, they suffered a few losses and it felt like everybody that he had coming in, you know, made the decision to follow him to Minnesota. And so they took a hit there, but, you know, still obviously, you know, good, good football at that level. And, and they're going to come out and play their hardest. Obviously the talent gap is super wide. And so again, this should be a sure win. What I'm looking for from the quarterback position, and it's likely going to be Cade, at least through the first half, if he is the the sure starter, is just look like a starter. That's the game where you have to look like you belong, you know, behind center. You know, you're you're leading the offense. You're you're being a leader vocally. And, and you know, if, if he's the guy and, and I'm OK with that being the case, you know, I don't I don't. I think there was part of me when JJ enrolled, it's like, man, I'd love to see a true freshman star and just take over and get that game experience early, especially in a game like Western. And he'll get his time. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. But if Cade can just come out, look calm, collective, in, in control and in charge, that's what I'm looking for. Because if you can't do that against Western, I really struggle seeing him or anybody at the quarterback position being able to do that against Washington. Because again, the stage is so much different in week two than it is in week one. And so if a guy like Kate can come out and be calm and collective and just look like he belongs at the starting quarterback position, I'm happy week one. What about you? Oh, for sure. I think that's exactly what I was saying. And and I think for Michigan, if they can come out and you're obviously going to have those First game jitters, uh, first game for a lot of these guys, it's the first game with fans in the stands. You know, last year was just such a weird year for, for some of these guys that are now sophomores and uh, playing in front of the big house is, is going to be a new experience for them. So if they can come out, even Cade, you know, if he can come out and, and lead a scoring drive in the first two or three drives, that's going to make a huge difference in the game. Um, if they go those two or three drives and they don't get a touchdown, uh, it could get a little questionable, I guess. I mean, obviously, there's still a lot, a lot of game left after that. But I think if you're Michigan, you want to get your points early and just make this thing over at halftime if you can. Exactly, and I think you know one of the other areas that I am hoping for some consistency from, and obviously, you know, you share the rock a lot more of the running back position, especially with the the talent that Michigan has on the roster and and the production they should find from from guys like Blake Corum, Hassan Haskins, and, and Donovan Edwards. I think all three of them are going to get plenty of carries, especially against Western. I think for me, it's just again for the whole running game, and this would include the offensive line. Obviously, it's it's make plays. You know, I, I don't want to see Michigan getting stuffed, you know, on third and three, uh, if, if they're deciding to run the ball in that situation by Western multiple times. And I, again, I'm not looking for them to run up the score. I wouldn't expect like 70 to zero or anything crazy like that. Like you said, you know, there's guys that played last year who haven't even had those, you know, first game in the big house jitters, uh, with, with a full stadium. And so, you know, there might be a little bit of nervousness around the program. And, you know, obviously you're, you're on the big stage, you know, not for the first time for some of those sophomores, but, you know, it looks different. Uh, and then obviously you have the freshmen who are, are looking to get out there and prove themselves. So, you know, we can't expect a breakout performance necessarily in week one. Now, obviously guys could break for some big plays, you know, from all positions on offense, but, you know, at the running back position, you know, I expect Haskins and Corum to get the bulk of the carries. You know, Edwards, I think you'll see probably a lot in the second half. Hopefully he can bust for a big play just to show that big play potential. But again, just looking for a consistency in week one. You know, I don't even need to see 
um, or feel like one running back has an edge heading into week two. I just hope that we can see, you know, essentially a productive play from all three of them. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, the, the running back group, not that they have pressure, but of any of the, um, the position groups at Michigan right now, they are definitely being talked about maybe the most just because of their depth at the position. They've got one of the better running back rooms in the, in the big 10 in the country. Um, obviously the, the return of Mike Hart to coach that running back group. There's just a lot of excitement about uh, the running back position for Michigan this year. And I think there, there just seems to be a little bit different attitude. And I think, in years past, it seems like Michigan waits a little bit to, to get things going, especially in the season opener. Uh, they don't come out firing on all cylinders, which obviously I don't think any team is fully uh, firing on all cylinders right away. But I think if they can get a touchdown early, like I said, I think that they're going to find the end zone quite often on well this next coming Saturday. So if you look at the offense as a whole and you look at, you know, they're going to want to be balanced, obviously, with a talented running back group, you're going to want to establish, you know, your ground game. What do you kind of expect, you know, especially with what we're looking for from the quarterback position, like we talked about, what we're looking for from running backs? Do you expect it to be pretty balanced early on or do you want them to come out and let Cade throw it around and show that he's a starter? Do you want to see, you know, backs just going back and forth, you know? subbing in and out, making big plays. Like, what are you looking for against Western? And kind of what are you thinking will, will be the case in that first game? I think that for Michigan, really on both sides of the ball, but specifically the offensive side, there's there's just so many question marks um, at the skill position. And I think that they're going to use this Western game as kind of a feeling out process, whether it's the quarterbacks, the running backs, the receivers. I think you're going to see a lot of guys rotating in and out just so that they can kind of see how guys react in game speed, how they react with other guys. Um, I'd love to see them come out and let Cade just throw the ball all over the, all over the field. You know, if he's out there and he's making mistakes and hanging his head, not being a leader, maybe that tells you everything that you need to know right away in your first game. And maybe that's, maybe that's the leash that he has for the season. I don't know, but I would love to see them just come out and throw the ball, score touchdowns, you know, you talked about last time I was on here how I'm an, an old school Michigan fan and how I just love when they just run it up the middle for those three yard gains and they use the fullback. That's true, but I think something's changing in me, Derek. I think uh, these high scoring offenses are, are starting to wear me down, and I want to see Michigan just start throwing the ball and scoring quick drives and just running the points up. I've always been a little bit more leaning towards that with the points, you know, just thinking back to how good the offense was with, you know, the D- Denard Robinson great years and how, you know, terrible the defense was. I don't right. really want it like the big 12, you know, RIP the big 12 and whatever's happening <laughs> there. But, you know, I, I don't want it like where there's always, always a lot of offense and seemingly no defense, but yeah, right. I think, you know, you win games by scoring points and, and by scoring more points than the other team. And if Michigan can put up points in bunches, obviously that's going to be favorable throughout the season because nothing's more frustrating than looking back at some of those losses where they couldn't seem to, to get drives together or, or have drives end in six points. So for me, when I kind of look at this first game, you know, I feel like there's always this hesitancy to, you know, open up the playbook. And I understand, you know, you want to save something for a better team in prime time in week two, I'm sure. Like, 
at the end of the day, if you can run the ball all game with three different talented backs, you know, even, even throw another like fourth, fifth string guy in there and you can take care of business by halftime, you don't have to open it up. But what I don't want heading into week two is no sense on if the starting quarterback is the right guy because they just decided not to throw the ball around. And so again, I'm not expecting them to throw it all first half and, you know, try to put up as many points and big plays as they can because they want to establish things on the ground. But I just know in, in the past when we've had these years where, you know, there's likely a starter, but a guy who could maybe take over. And I feel like that's been the case, you know, way too often in the Harbaugh era, you know, I just want to see, them throw the ball. So, you know, if Cade has a couple of possessions where he can throw the rock around, great. If JJ gets to come in and throw the rock around, great. I want to see productivity there. I don't want it to feel like, oh, they're not showing anything and then leave all of these same question marks heading into week two. Oh, for sure. I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head there just talking about not knowing because you didn't give them the opportunity. And we have seen that. You think back to the Wilton State John O'Corn battle and and the Florida debacle and how they were just running both guys basically and then you go to like your Cincinnati and your Air Force games and uh, you get away from that throwing because you can run the ball uh, and get away with it and then you get into a big game where your quarterback just isn't ready or maybe your team just doesn't have the trust in that guy so I think you know, we see all these other teams around the country they don't hold back they get out to these big leads they do their their style of football to start the game and they just end the game by halftime essentially and that's what I want to see more out of Michigan I don't want we played Western a few years ago and it was a close game until you know midway through the second quarter I think was when Michigan first scored so I don't want to see that I want to see Michigan get on the board early and just end this thing as fast as possible yeah, I mean, show us something, you know, give us something to be excited about. Obviously, we're going to be excited enough because it's the first week and obviously Michigan football returning and, and hopefully being a better year than last year, like we talked about together last podcast, you know, that should be enough. But at the same time, I'm very greedy, feeling very selfish. And I want to see, you know, I want I want them to you can't prove in week one that you're going to be a better team than a year ago. Uh, because we saw what happened in that win against Minnesota where we thought, you know, they were going to be a pretty good team and, and ended up being horrible. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you can avoid making mistakes against Western, you know, have a, a pretty, you know, well put together performance, it can give you confidence heading into week two. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for. And then also, you know, this is a team with, I want to say a lackluster defense, because again, these guys are going to come out and play their hearts out. But if Michigan cannot find a way to get big plays against Western, it will, yeah, make me question if they're going to be a big play, you know, potential team. And so when I look at this first matchup, you know, I just want to see a little bit of everything to give me just a better sense of of what week two will look like. Um, let's flip oh, over to sure. let's flip over to defense. You know, defense, I feel like is such a question mark. You know, there's guys like Aiden Hutchinson where you just, you know, you expect him to to maybe have that, you know, NFL caliber season. You know, he's way up on draft boards. Will probably mm-hmm. stay that way even if he doesn't, you know, prove to be super effective just because, you know, his body type, his strength, his speed, you know, just that raw potential that everyone in the NFL believes that they can de- develop and benefit from. But what are you looking for just in general from the defense, because that's kind of where I still remain the most puzzled. Oh, for sure. I think a lot of people would argue that same thing, but we talked about it last time of just 
in the past few years, Michigan has been kind of in this situation where there's there's a lot of shoes to fill on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, maybe not quite like this year, but just a lot of question marks. And then they come out and they they play a good style of football that, that keeps them in games. Obviously, that was all under Don Brown. He's now gone. So now you have even more question marks. But I think just the the culture that they're they're changing there, I guess, that you hear all these guys – after practice talking about the new style of defense and how they can just be themselves and fly around and play loose. And that's what you want out of a defense. You don't want them to be uptight and worried about giving up the big play because that's exactly when the big play happens. So uh, just the mindset seems to be a lot different this year. I'm excited to watch that. I think for me, it's got to start right up front with your D line. Um, You've got some, some talented, uh, Safeties on your team and Brad Hawkins and Daxon Hill. And then, you you know, you've got the question marks at cornerbacks. But I think for Michigan, if they can get pressure consistently from that defensive line, it's going to help out those corners a lot. And then you've got your, your linebacker play with Josh Ross. Uh, Michael Barrett will be playing some of that Viper position there. Um, I think that the D-line is really my biggest, not question mark, but I'm most interested to watch how they progress throughout the year. Yeah, I feel like talk about the D-line, you know, outside of Aiden Hutchinson seems to be, you know, not, there's not less of it, you know, I feel like all position groups are talked about, but there's that inconsistency of who else, you know, who beyond Aiden Hutchinson is going to provide, you know, a lot of pressure up front. And, And for me, when I look at, you know, the, the best defensive lines that Michigan's had, at least under Jim Harbaugh. And obviously you got to give a lot of credit to, to Don Brown in those, in those hot years that he had, you know, these are, these are the guys who are up in the quarterback's face, you know, blowing up running plays and just kind of creating havoc. And, and I feel like it's hard to get a sense of if that's going to be the type of defense, you know, we're going to see a lot different schemes, you know, they're going to make things more unpredictable. There's lots of guys in Michigan's offense who have said that is the case. There's guys on defense that are confident that what they're throwing at offenses and what they will be throwing at opponents will be less predictable and be better. I know there's this kind of feel that they're going to maybe cause and create more turnovers, but you know, some of that gambling also could allow you to give up some bigger plays. You know, you just have to, you have to cause more turnovers, obviously, than, than give up the big plays. So I guess my question for you as we look at week one, week two, just early in the year, are you looking more for a stable defensive performance where you're just, you know, you're not allowing the opponent to score a ton? Or are you hoping to see just like absolute havoc, you know, creating turnovers? And I'm not talking like pick six or, you know, stripping the ball and causing like four fumbles. But, you know, I'm a little, I think, more sort of leaning towards, I want to see some big defensive plays, whether it's just, you know, consistent sacks or consistent pressure in the backfield or, you know, forcing a bad throw that turns into an interception. I feel like there's been a lack of turnovers in the last two Michigan seasons in terms of the defense goes. And so I am looking for, you know, if they give a big play because of the gamble, you know, so be it. You you score enough points to win the game. But I think I might be disappointed if it's just kind of a stable, you know, do your job. I, I want to see guys flying around and, and really making an impact. Oh, for sure. Do you remember back to the 2017 uh, season opener against Florida? It's Devin Bush's first game starting at linebacker. 
very first play was a run play out to the left, and he went about 300 miles an hour after the Florida Gator, hit him out of bounds, ended up getting the penalty for the late hit. They reviewed it for targeting. Uh, he ended up staying in the game, but I just remember that play being like, oh, my God, this guy is – he's going to be an animal all year. And just that one play gave a snapshot of what was to come for Devin Bush. And I just want to see that out of Michigan. I don't feel like we've seen that. Maybe since then, there there hasn't been those guys that just turn heads and make you, you know, outside of Aiden Hutchinson, but like you said, who else? Like, what other linebacker is going to step up and make that kind of play? What other D lineman is going to make that play or any of the secondary? Um, I think for Michigan, I just want to see uh, a unit that plays together, plays for each other. I don't feel like we've seen that necessarily in the last few years. I feel like last year there was a lot of just – looking around, pointing fingers, hanging heads. Uh, it wasn't a very inspired group, and I just want to see that again. I think they've got some of those playmakers, um, and I think I, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but under new defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, you know, these guys are saying that they're able to to do that more. They're able to fly around. They're able to be themselves and play loose, and I think we're probably going to see more of that just flying around mentality that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously stable and consistent and playing together and all that is good. If you're just, you know, you're not giving up big plays and you're forcing yeah. three and outs and maybe nothing's exciting. It's just kind of one of those, you know, not like a boring defensive performance, but, you know, you don't create a lot of turnovers, but you get stops. That's fine. You know, you need that, too. But like you said, with with Devin Bush or you think back to, you know, Jabril Peppers, who obviously, you know, had a lot of hype in general, you know, from the from the moment he committed to Michigan. You know, you look at a guy like Aiden Hutchinson and Dax Hill, like those are guys that in this defense should look so, you know, beyond any anything that, that we've seen in the last oh, couple sure. of years. Like I want to see guys that just look better. Like you look at them, you're like, they are different. You know, this defensive scheme is allowing them to shine. And, you know, you are going to run into problems when you face these guys. And so, you know, maybe we have two names to start. Hopefully some more names elevate themselves on the defense or maybe a unit, you know, maybe there's not a star linebacker, but maybe the linebackers as a whole, you know, just have a really solid year um, without, you know, someone having any ridiculous stats. But if a guy like Dax Hill isn't, you know, wrapping guys up, you know, sideline to sideline or breaking up passes or getting an interception. If a guy like Aiden Hutchinson is not just blowing by guys on the offensive line, you know, I'd be disappointed because I think that what we've lacked is exactly what you said is if you have to date all the way back to that Florida game where, where Devin Bush essentially is, is getting trying to almost getting thrown out first play like just that. Setting the tone, yeah. That is sad. Like I want against Western, it's the perfect opportunity for a defense to come up and be like, you know, not only are we unpredictable, not only are we more versatile, but like our playmakers are going to shine. And and that's the confidence I think I need heading into week two, that you are you running a style of defense that allows your best players to make the biggest plays because you know, again, offensive scoring plays are exciting, especially the big ones, the deep passes. You know, we both talked about wanting lots of points, but man, do I miss those defenses that just caused so much havoc that you ended up almost feeling bad for the opponent because like you can't do anything. They're, they're too good. And so I don't expect the defense to be that good this year, but I better see some moments where you at least start to wonder like, hey, are they pulling it together? Are they coming back around? Like, is this thing going to work? So give me a couple yeah, of man. glimpses. 
And I don't think they have to be that good, like you said. I think just give you those glimpses, um, especially in the big games. Don't continue to give up those big touchdowns to Ohio State that we saw Don, Don Brown give up year after year and never make an adjustment. Uh, show us something going forward throughout the season that, that convinces Michigan fans that Mike McDonald, Jim Harbaugh are are who needs to be running this thing and make us excited. I don't think that – any realistic Michigan fan is thinking that Michigan's going to go undefeated and not give up a point all year. I don't think that they need to play with that sort of pressure at all. I think that they can just be relaxed, like I said, fly around, make plays, and show improvements from last year and from game one to the last game of the year this year. So last thing before we wrap up, where do you find the most confidence? Is it in the offense with a you know kind of an unknown – um, you know, unknown production standpoint from an unknown production standpoint, a quarterback and, you know, some talented groups and, you know, which should be a stable offense line, or are you more confident in the defense, which should have, you know, at least two playmakers and, and a better scheme where, where do you have the most confidence heading into week one? Yeah, I think for me, it's by far the offense, uh, even though the question mark around the quarterback position, I saw enough out of Cade McNamara last year to think, that this guy is capable of leading the Michigan team. Uh, we talk about the the running back depth. There's just so much depth there and so much talent. They can rely on them. And then you've got guys like Ronnie Bell that can catch a lot of passes this year, make a lot of plays, uh, and obviously more than just him, but that whole wide receiver room will be good. And then Josh Gaddis, uh, this is obviously not his first year. With the defensive side of the ball, uh, I think Mike McDonald's going to be good. Everything that everybody is saying has been very positive and, and inspiring. But until they get out there and start playing, I don't know exactly what what to expect. You know, any anything can change from week to week. And I just think that if you look at the two units, for me, I'm definitely trusting the offense more this year. Yeah, I'm right with you. And I'd say, you know, on the on the contrary, though, I'm looking to be more impressed by the defense because I oh, have a little sure. bit more confidence in the offense. You know, I'm fine if it's just kind of a, you know, run the ball, get the first down, you know, score enough to win. You know, I could even be fine without the big plays in week one because it's Western. But that defense, man, I feel like the expectations are so high. You know, I truly believe you cannot perform worse defensively than they oh, did no. last season. You know, maybe some of those those Rich Rod years were technically worse from a defensive unit standpoint, but last year it just looked like guys were on islands. Well, one, because they were, but two, they just looked they looked uninspired. They looked unsure. Yeah. There was no confidence. And, you know, I think because of that, it's hard to to feel as confident heading into week one with the defense as, as the offense. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot more riding on how how good this defense can be. And I think, you know, defense wins championships, as they always say. And, and I think with the three, you know, main areas of a football game, if your offense and defense both can, can be better than last year and special teams can figure it out, you know, hopefully once again, we'll have a better year. Oh, for sure. And I think, just like you said, the defense has the most room to impress people. I think at the end of the year, if you looked at Michigan and said, oh, their offense averaged 45 points a game, yeah, people would probably be a little shocked by that. But then you look at it and you think, well, they've got the playmakers. They really should be scoring quite a few points a game. If you looked at the defense and they were only giving up 10 or 13 points a game, that might be a little bit more uh, – <laughs> a little bit more – unexpected just because there's so many question marks on the defensive side. So I agree with you on that for sure. 
Well, Craig, pleasure as always. I'm, I know that you're absolutely looking forward to the game because you will be there live in sure. person. I am, you know, also looking forward to the game. I'm a little sad that it will probably either be on YouTube TV on my phone or whatever airport bar TV that I can get my eyes on. You know, either way, hopefully this, this season gets off to a fast start. We'll plan to connect again to do a game preview, obviously. But for now, thanks for listening. And go Blue.